Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're going in dry, Hannah Mags. We're going in dry. Yeah. No I always go in dry. No preparation. That's the theme of our podcast, hey? Yeah, we've a just... A natural chat. We've just pressed record, not a note inside. I didn't even know that you weren't going to give me like a second to get comfy. No. Um, Remember when we first started doing this, we had jingles, we had plans. Now we just like come up here, plonk ourselves. We're not even filming this one. This is one of the the ones we're not filming. So this is just voice. Anyway, I hope you're all uh, doing good. Um, We, Steph and I went out for a little glass of wine the other evening for the first time in, I don't remember how long we sat in the street. It felt like being in London, didn't it? Hmm. Yeah, we are doing a dry month, but our rules are that it is you're allowed to drink if it's an exceptional exceptional circumstance. And Hannah had just finished her 200 hour yoga training course and had submitted it, so that was cause for celebration. Um, so that was an exceptional circumstance, and we also have another exceptional circumstance later on, don't we? It's our anniversary, a wedding anniversary, a wedding yeah. anniversary. Mm, it's actually. Hang on, wait. What's the date? Oh, shit. It was yesterday. Oh, no. Happy happy anniversary. But to be fair, I had to book a restaurant for next week because everything was booked out, which is why we couldn't go out on the day that we actually got married. What what is it? Nine year or eight year? Is it Uh, eight year? Eight. Eight year. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should... uh... Is it eight or is it nine? Oh, it's so bad that neither of us know this. This oh, is God this is just shows everybody how unorganised we both are. Don't we have something for that? Isn't it like a... Don't we get like a no, like a bronze or no? That's ten years, isn't it? Yeah, when it's ten years, I'm saying in a couple of years, then we get a bronze thing, a medal or something. I don't think you get a medal. Well, I should get a medal. To be fair, <laughs> you deserve a medal. You definitely deserve a medal. <laughs> um, yeah. So what I was thinking about actually, I was talking to Mum about this the other day. Was it Mum I was talking about? No, it was somebody else who was talking. Oh, my auntie. It's my auntie Claire who's getting married soon. She uh, was asking us about getting married in Vegas and asking me about the wedding and stuff. And I was saying that what we should probably do is because nobody really came to that part of my mate, Ryan, who just pitched in sort of drunk, um, <laughs> pitched up. Yeah. Uh, so what we should really do is do do that renewal of the vow thing. I mm, reckon we should. Yeah, I'd like to do that. We should do that. I'd like to do that. Probably not for another couple of years or something. Though. Maybe we could do that for our 10 year anniversary. That that's would be what I'm fun. thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But I wouldn't want to do like a whole massive ceremony thing. No. Is that what you have to do? I guess you don't have to do anything. You can tailor it, can't you? Yeah, exactly. We just tailor it to be... Yeah. Yeah. I think the whole thing that intimidated me about having like a traditional wedding was everybody staring at me when I was walking down the aisle. I just did not want that moment. Like that would have given me so much anxiety. That's what girls supposed Um, to dream of. And I just didn't like the fact that a lot of that would be, oh, what's the bride wearing? What does she look like? And I just didn't... 
that just didn't really wasn't my cup of tea that you didn't want to be judged I didn't want to be stared at <laughs> god imagine being like Meghan Markle then getting married yeah like, you know, god no sod that or, yeah or, or Kate Middleton imagine that yeah. how many people staring at you as you're walking down the aisle yeah I mean some trip. people are m- more comfortable with that than others just mm. for me it's not my thing Mm, it's definitely my thing maybe I could just go walk down and <laughs> maybe you could be the bride I'll honey. strut down on my own then maybe and just meet you at the end <laughs> strut down to some fancy tunes and do a bust out a few shapes <laughs> a on velvet way. tux yeah God. some bright purple velvet tux with some massive speech planned yeah I get some sassy, film yourself while you're doing it some sassy choir singers <laughs> yeah no um, yeah we should do that we should consider doing that that's, that, that's something we should definitely consider to do um yeah, I had a bit of a dilemma this week because, uh, well, let's just first of explain why we haven't bloody been very present on any platform really other than maybe Instagram uh, over the past few weeks. It's because we are frantically working on other projects. So I've got the Grace and Ashes, the print website. Turns out, I thought basically when you, I thought, how hard could it be? I should know by now. I've been selling things online for almost 20 years. I'll, I'll buy a load of prints in and I'll sell them. Sounds easy. Sounds simple. But when you actually look into procurement, to uh, product sourcing, to um, distribution, to quality control, to dealing with customer support, when you, web design, photography, all there's so much that goes into it. Sounds easy, but it's a lot of work. So a lot of my time has been spent on that. Um, it's amazing, isn't it? When you see all these independent businesses online, unless you kind of do it yourself you really don't know how much is going on behind the scenes mm. just to keep the website running or like keep the customers like happy it's there's so much you have to be so many different jobs all rolled into one yeah but but what's good is that we had old mags london stocks we're selling that which is good which is great fiver for a candle right now yeah, isn't it man. we like we've got all these candles it's a bloody nice candle as well i tell really you that candle. i'm burning one right now in my office we all, we over ordered along our journey in business together we made a few mistakes and um we uh, our main mistake we've um we've done is over ordering on things getting a bit excited and putting in too many orders putting a, maybe a zero where it shouldn't be um and getting too much stock so we did that with two particular products brush rolls and candles Which, for anyone that doesn't know what a brush roll is it is like a fabric case that you put your makeup brushes in if you're traveling which is lovely but turns out not everybody wants a brush roll with the liberty with a liberty fabric on it for like 25 quid so we all we over ordered them massively and we have hundreds of them so we just thought i said to hannah look we've got these things just sitting there let's just sell them for like way below cost let's get them for like for like seven quid and we'll just sell them and just get rid of them so we do we put those up there they're selling like hotcakes right now there's probably still a few available if you if you fancy yourself a brush roll and also the candles we over ordered those so we're just selling those for like a fiver each. Just a little um, FYI though, candles are slightly marked on the oh, label. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I don't know what that we're mark selling is. them. Where'd that come from? Um, I'm not sure. They've been in storage for quite some time. So, yeah. um, But the the burning time and the quality of that candle is so nice. Mm. It's one of the things that I sort of wish that we'd no, kind of made more of a business out of that. I'd love to do something like that in the future with with those potentially yeah but um so so that's so that so we're selling those uh they're on grace and ashes now so go and uh, go and get yourself some of those they're a, a bargain but we but talking about mistakes we made another mistake fair well only about a year and a half ago maybe two years ago we went into the uh, one of our favorite shops in bath called meticulous inc and we decided Hannah and i to make uh gift like car thank you cards we're like everyone wants thank you cards but we got so carried away in the shop 
because it's so easy to do because it's such a beautiful stationery shop that we ended up getting tons of these cards thank you cards printed but then we went we over designed them so much that they're wax they have like a they have like their seal we've got a wax seal on them they're like letterpress printed on like this old 1960s german letterpress machine um, which is so beautiful every, the whole package is beautiful but they are so over designed um that they're so expensive for us to buy but we bought a ton of them anyway thinking oh everyone everyone wants thank you cards surely and everyone wants christmas cards so we bought tons and tons of these thank you cards tons of these christmas cards and you buy them in a box of six they're in this beautiful box with like rose gold like logo on the front i mean jesus you should see how much effort we put into these things but i think we ordered hundreds of them and we probably sold about seven <laughs> so we're, we're also flogging those i for think the, the thing yeah. the thing with those as well is that the price point had to be high f- in order for us to pay mm. for the cost of mm. it and i don't think we sort of understood shopper behavior enough mm. at the time to know that actually somebody can just go into their on this in their supermarket shop they can just quickly buy a thank you card that's like a pound and they yeah. don't have to order it online and wait for it and people don't necessarily want the box unless they're really into stationery and mm. like that's quite niche in itself these days and then so we have like uh, well that's okay the thank you cards we can sell those all year round even if we reduce the price but the, we've got other ones for christmas saying bar humbug on them uh, yeah, we have just got countless amounts of these things in our lounge at the moment we need to do something about that so but this, these are all like things that you learn i suppose in the in the whole process mm. of creating uh, um these little businesses and these little because what we ideally want to do is create agency and have our own have control over our own um destiny i suppose within this space because at the moment we're beholden to potential brands working with us and if brands aren't working with us then we got then then then, then we're kind of screwed so we just, we've been trying really hard over the past couple of weeks couple of months to really give up create things that give us more control over our destiny and give us more agency um so that's why yeah hannah's been doing her yoga i've been doing that that's actually not why i've been doing my no yoga, i know but, but i mean <laughs> but that's the benefit of doing the course i think yeah potentially and um yeah so there's that but then also i've been busy while well, i've not been doing grace and ashes i've been busy rebuilding want feed I, i'm not going to say too much about it right now because i want to come and launch with a bang but it is incredible um and that's me being objective <laughs> it's i've 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 noticed something over the years and that's you know hannah and i we, we, you know we we know how to sell things online we've made the mistakes down the road but we kind of know how it works uh i've been doing it for like like i said for a long time almost 20 years now so we we know how it works so what the new want feed is very much geared towards enabling people to sell their products or services on the platform directly to people um so uh, that's what i'm going to say right now but I've, I've i've redone everything i've rebuilt the whole site and i'm just i'm so in love with it it's like my new baby so yeah it's great um, i can't wait to get out there we're just we're finalizing it all at the moment but it's going to be so good to be able to say to our community who have been backing us up for so long uh, that a lot of them have skills and stuff that they can share and sell and say to them look put it on this site and we'll promote it and we'll try and get you sales and we'll try and you know help you along with this little venture if you want to try selling something but it's not just tangible things it's also like skills like some people are really good at like copy proofing or some people are really good at like i don't know um a bit like what's that website you use fiverr.com yeah sometimes yeah. a little bit like that i yeah, guess yeah but like a nicer version of exactly yeah like a more localized um niche version yeah. of that for our community who have things that they could help other people with you should um i don't know if this would actually help but 
can you search for people like by area or country that they live in we're starting off in the uk because i want to make sure i can nail it in the uk and then we'll expand out so start small and go go Ah, expand out but um yeah so you you can become a verified store basically on it you apply to become a verified store and then bang and then we'll do your mark we'll like we'll try and get you people to sign up to your service or your product whatever it is and that might just be it could be advice you could be a tarot card reader you could be like cv advice it could whatever it is that you think you can offer somebody somebody out there is going to want it so this one feed's going to be a platform for it um and i've i, I decided i don't know if i told you but i decided to not persevere with that domain name anymore i was looking at buying the domain name want it want.it um i really wanted it i really wanted it so badly I've wanted it for a long time. It's been on the market about six years. Uh, and I tried to negotiate the guy way down. He wanted so much money for it. I think he wanted like 30,000 euros, 36,000 euros he wanted for it. I was like, no way, that's not happening, mate. There's your business. Just yeah. buy loads of uh, domain names and then wait until someone wants them. And then be like, yep, 30 pounds, 30 grand, yeah. please. But he said, um, yeah, so he wanted 30, 36 grand, or whatever. I was like, no way. And they're like, well, we'll see what we can do. We're gonna come. He's, I'm waiting for him to come back with me. But I've decided not to persevere with it because my friend pointed out something very true although that's a great domain name like want it it's amazing it will... also no way am i letting you spend thirty thousand pounds no, of our money i on mean a... I, don't, I don't think we have thirty thousand pounds to spend on it <laughs> no. even if i wanted to so so i'd have to sell everything in my office <laughs> i'd have no i just like one little and then do some the car boot sales after yeah that. <laughs> exactly so no so that's not going to happen but my friend pointed something out to me he's like do you do realize Steph? because it's an it domain name like the domain extension is it that's for italy obviously he's like your organic search results are gonna be terrible because google really cares about where your domain name is located like so if you have a dot com that's fine dot uk obviously you can come up well dot co dot uk you'll come up loads in the uk but if you have a, an italian domain name you're gonna do crap on search so i was like ah because actually that domain name is quite cheap at 36 grand you know that should be probably over a, a couple of hundred thousand ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And a lot of people are like, what do you mean, a couple of thousand for domain? But it's... Yeah, that's what a good domain costs. I mean, you can get them for like two quid if nobody else has registered them. But if you own one that's very, very good, then you can make a lot of money if you just sit on it and wait. So I'm not going to persevere with that anymore. I was thinking about selling equity in the business to buy it. But then I was like, nah, nah. I have to start from scratch with all the... Anyway, yeah. So that's that over and done with. That... Anyway, on a really quick turnaround of uh, subject, I watched an amazing film recently, which I have not seen a film that I enjoyed this much in quite some time, probably because there's been quite a slump of, I guess, with COVID, like people actually being able to 
film together and and that's quite difficult I think one of my friends is an actress she's saying how like everyone has to quarantine together and they all have to take regular tests and like it's actually really difficult um and then people are obviously like separated from different members of the the cast and crew and stuff and um anyway I watched this film on Sky called Promising Young Woman and my god it was so good I feel like so many of um our listeners and viewers have quite similar taste to me in with stuff like that so I feel like it's a good recommendation if you haven't seen it already um it's Carrie Mulligan who I absolutely adore I think she's so talented and it was very like I couldn't really work out what kind of genre it was it was like a mash of different genres there's some elements of like horror that I saw in there uh, a little bit of comedy it was scripted so well and a little bit of like Wes anderson type shots every now and then which I really liked um you watched a bit of it with me didn't you yeah I was, I was impressed with um well anything that Bo, that Bo Burnham guy is mm. in is just amazing so he's... yeah he turned out to play a really good part in mm. it actually um he, I didn't everything know he touches tends to gold that yeah guy. and there was a part of it not to spoil it for anybody but there was a part of it where I thought it was just going to turn into a love story and I was like no don't do that with this film because like it's quite a cliche like Hollywood thing to do isn't mm. it like end up everybody ends up happy and the, mm. a couple get together despite everything and mm. I just like I like it when it's a little bit more different when there's a bit more to it um and so there was quite a good twist in in this and it was quite a shocking twist and it kind of did sort of remove you as a viewer a little bit but I kind of like it when a film makes me feel uneasy or makes me think differently like you kind of settle into a film don't you especially if you're really kind of um you've been seeing this one character particularly through throughout the whole film and then suddenly that changes it kind of displaces you a little bit Mm. as the viewer and I like that I like it when films do that it's quite a um audacious thing to do Mm. I think in a film um because most public I guess generally speaking most people like films with a happy ending so when you don't do that it's like oh how's that going to be received mm. um but yeah promising a young woman very good film really uh, enjoyed so it we are only a few days away from lockdown being released so you can go into pubs now and, and bars and restaurants apparently you're allowed to you'll be allowed to hug relatives but no face like no face-to-face contact so you can't like can't you kiss can, somebody on the cheek you no, but you can sleep with strangers. <laughs> How? You can go, you're allowed to go bring people back to your house and have sexual intercourse with them, but you're not allowed to put your face in front of their face. In public? I, I just think just in general, they're like, oh, you hug, reali- hug what, relatives, so you can but have sex, enjoy but face-to-face contact. Kiss. I think it just means putting your face too close to each other because you breathe on them or something and they die of corona instantly. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it, it's crazy, isn't it? So you can literally, you can, you can 69 a stranger. <laughs> You can't have face-to-face contact. Because <laughs> that makes so much sense. Doesn't, isn't it so weird? Isn't it yeah, so strange? it is weird. But no, and you're not allowed to dance as well. Why? I don't know. Uh, what, because people move closer together, maybe? I guess. What, you're not allowed to dance? So, like, if I when I go out with, like, my mum mates and we've had a couple of cocktails... You're in the slammer. We're not allowed to wiggle together. No, you'll be arrested. You'll be taken down. I mean, I, I wouldn't even call it dancing. I call it, like, wiggling about how a little you, bit. How do you... When you got, when you got a good tune on, you have a couple of beers... You give it a little bit of um, a little. Bit I've of a, never seen you do that. A little bit of a. I've jig. had a couple of beers. Oh, I'm going to have a dance. No, I always have a little bit of a foot tap. I yeah, that's not a dance, f- though, is yeah, it? Can, I mean, that's not like slut dropping on the you, floor, like throwing your whole body into it. I've got like, a pretty good foot freedom tap. Freedom dance. I, mean, I, I consider that a shape. The way I tap it, it's pretty damn on the beat. 
There's no hair flipping that stuff. <laughs> Can you do your, uh, uh, what are they called? Your slut drops. I tried to do one, basically. I just ended up doing a squat. And it was you hurt your knees, didn't you? <laughs> I could put my knee out, yeah. Put them back out. Um, no, I, I, um, I actually, I, I'm sorry I put you through this, but I remember what I thought, you know, all this twerking shit going on. I thought I'd give it a go. And it's actually really bloody hard, you know. I think my, my hips are fused to my spine, so I've got, it's got no detachment. You have whatsoever. got very um, can rigid, men... you've got very rigid, like, hips. You've can... not got not much um, movement there. Hang on a minute. No, I don't mean in the bedroom department. I just mean like, I've seen you do yoga recently and I'm like, oh my God, that guy's got like, you're very stiff. No, I, I'm good at the hip stuff. I, I mean, I'll show you later. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, and I, I could do with a bit more flexibility when it comes to the hip stuff, I, I, I would say. But I was wondering, can men, can men twerk? I don't know. It's something you'd have to Google. There's probably a, um, a reel out there somewhere. <laughs> There's probably plenty of fucking reels out there for men twerking. Um, but if there isn't, you should make one. <laughs> um, and who wants to see a 40 year old ground. A 40, a 40 year old dad, 40 year old dad twerking with a fused spine? No way. No one wants to see that shit. But um, yeah, no. Well, I was going to. Have you got any recommendations at the moment? Have you mm. been reading or listening to anything good? No, I got dropped on my head. At ju- I was going to recommend jujitsu. I got dropped on my head, so I've not been able to like. I've not been sleeping properly for the past few days. Some. Uh, so I would say that I will say this though. This has been quite nice. Can you hear that on the podcast? Yeah, I can. It's really annoying. I meant to talk to you about it. Hannah's got my fidget, got um, a fidget cube, cube here, and she keeps clicking it and twisting it, and <laughs> pushing it. Um, it's what it's for. I have been seeing. I mean, I've been missing my dad quite a lot recently, but I've been. Now I know. I want to caveat this and say I know it's obviously not my dad. So it goes without saying it's not my dad. I don't think that for a second. But. I keep seeing little birds everywhere and Hannah sees them as well. And my sister keeps seeing them and there's teeny little birds. And one thing my dad loved is like small little birds. He just loved birds. He was so into them. I think he was like a little bird watcher when he was a kid and shit like that. Cause he was born in like the 1800s. And that's what everyone did. But, uh, but no, he, he, he loved, he loved little birds and, and we, we see them every now and again. They just kind of watch us and look at us and then they fly off. And it, it really feels to me like it's, it's him. And I know it's not him. I know it isn't. But I feel like it's him checking up on me in a weird way. I am way more uh, open about that kind of stuff where I'm like, yeah, I definitely think that's a universe sign. I don't think it's necessarily your dad in the bird, but I think it's a universe (laughs) sign that's being like, he's still there. It's just in a different form than you know him as. It's it's kind of helping me yeah. in a weird way. It really does. Every time I see a little bird, because I it's like I, a comfort. Oh god, I don't want to get emotional on the podcast, but I feel like he. Um, He's getting emotional about birds, guys. <laughs> I feel like because he loved the little birds, and they're, they're always sort of looking around, looking at me in the kitchen through the kitchen window. I'm like, he, he would have, you know, he wanted to check on me. He loved, you know, oh, mm. God. So anyway, let's move past this now before I start blubber, <laughs> blubbering. Um, but yeah, that's been good. That's the, I, that's not really recommended. The thing is, I feel like when you open yourself up to see signs like that, when you want to see it and you're you're more aware of what's around you, you're going to see it mm. because it is there. It's just we're all kind of we go about our daily lives and we're rushing around and when you actually stop and pay attention, there's like you, lots of stuff like that going on. Like you tune into it. Yeah, and you really have to, Mm. and you have to be open to it rather than being like, oh no, that's stupid, because it isn't stupid. And actually, when you go into it, it does make a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, they do say that you have atoms that were in Shakespeare and you right now, like that's how... Yeah, technically we're all made up of exactly the same 
stuff yeah, everything I, that's that's the one thing that grief really taught me is that it you like there's just a it really it's a bit cliche i suppose but it, when they said like you're just a tiny fragment of the universe experiencing itself for a tiny fragment of time mm. and i'm like that's so true like you're always seeing yourself as a separate entity to the mm. universe but you are the universe experiencing i itself. read a lot about that stuff in my course and like the books that i w- was reading at the time of doing the course as well there's a lot of stuff like that and I just think it's what an amazing way to view everything and Mm. what a comforting way to view everything especially Um, if like us like you're not religious it's it's just such a nice way of looking at the world and of looking at like birth and death and how you like you come from the earth essentially you come from the earth and then you go back into it and then you yeah. come back out as something else and then you go back in mm. and like mm. it's just so cool when you zoom out and and think about it like that i i do have a recommendation actually for an audiobook that i've been listening to quite recently which i think is very very good recommended by, by my friend neil it's called alchemy um it's by uh rory, rory sutherland and it's it's quite it's i said to, i said this in the last podcast when i was drinking a bloody mary and i said if if you just said we don't have any mixers or any alcohol, um, all I could find was a bit of uh, this tomato juice and vodka and I've got a celery and I stuck it in and you gave that to me, I'd be sick. I'd be like, that's disgusting. That's horrible. And and, and I, I wonder what that was, but he kind of talks about that in this book. He talks about logic has really nothing to do with why people buy things and marketing. And he goes into all these examples when they did taste tests. Like if, other than water, the, do you know what the best selling drink in the world is? wine the best most drunk week no no god no it's coke, coke. <laughs> for me i'm like yeah why <laughs> uh, coke coke's the next best thing right? and now if somebody said to you how do we get uh, how do we we, we, we want to create a drink which is going to compete with coke what things do you what three things do you think though that coke, that thing should have it should be cheaper there should be more of it and it should taste nicer and you'd be like well we're on to win if you f- fit those mm. three things what if you said okay this drink's going to be smaller it's going to taste worse and it's going to be more expensive you'd be like no, no, yeah, that's not but normal. Red Bull, it's one of the most, it's, I mean, it's its made so much money that they bought like, I don't know, they've invested so much money in like the I Grand Prix. You, that so is one money. of my least favorite. I don't think I've had a Red Bull since I was 18. Well, maybe the marketing hasn't really worked on you because they did taste tests as well with people. Oh, and people I just hate it. When they did these taste Stinks tests, as well. they said to people like, what do you think of this drink? And people would normally in taste tests for drinks be a bit like, oh, it's a bit like a kid drink or it's a bit too sugary, a bit too sweet. Mm. I don't really like the flavor. People apparently with, with this drink said like, it's the, you couldn't pay me to drink it, the Red Bull. You could not pay me to drink it. It's disgusting. Everyone hated it, right? So not only do you have a horrible tasting drink that everyone hates it's expensive and it's small there's not much of it it sells like crazy and it just goes to show that like what you think should work in marketing and all the logic that goes into marketing Mm. doesn't really play with humans and how humans think and how humans interact with things so it's called yeah it's called alchemy i'd recommend the audiobook um because he uh, he's got a really nice voice and you can just listen to him but it's very clever um that it's a very really clever book. Yeah, it really is fascinating. It goes in really in depth of it, so that's a really good recommendation. So I, I'd highly recommend that. That's my nice. recommendation of the week. Um, I'm going to wait for you to finish it and then make you summarise it all for me instead of listening I, to it. I pretty much just have. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's it. Really. I'll take that one off then. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So so we'll get back to making videos. I reckon soonish. I've just got. I'm just going to like try and get a lot of this stuff out the way um, first with with all of our other projects i've got a video up oh do you recent-ish well actually i put it up a few days ago but the footage was from like lockdown Mm. (laughs) 
mm-hmm. I just uh, it was one of those situations you, where sometimes you film well I do anyway and then I just forget that it's there still get those messages they come through about once every other day um i'll just go and log in and i'll see like a message pop up on my notifications and it's always the same thing it's almost like they copy and paste it. it's like i used to like your videos and then you took over too much and made it too much about yourself <laughs> and i'm like and i'm like oh god the, hannah has a channel and i'm not in it yeah. i've had to say that so many times like there's a her channel i don't feature in it it's right there <laughs> it's it exists you can just go and look at that it's, it's so frustrating i just kind of like laugh it off now it used to upset me a lot. used to like ruin my ruin my week but now i'm just like oh well sod it it's okay right yeah. then should we round this up my friend because i've got to go on the school run soon oh yeah you do shit i do oh, school days go so I, fast i hate it when you pick up the kids it's so peaceful without I them i know it's really peaceful isn't it yeah it's just so nice and then they come back and they scream at each other and they argue <laughs> and i'm like oh god yeah, but hang oh, on. When's, when next full day off is Friday, isn't it? Yep. See, Friday's a bittersweet day because I'm like, yes, we get a day to work and do our own stuff and not be distracted by the kids. But then we got my, uh, Saturday and Sunday, which is full on kid days. Yeah. Yeah. Three year olds are tough, especially with put next to a seven year old who loves antagonizing three year olds. And the three year old loves antagonizing the seven year old. Oh, and they right, both they know just, exactly how to antagonize each other. You should see each other sometimes you don't look and stuff and they just pull faces each other sometimes it's literally like um they'll they'll fight over something and it will literally be that case of didn't did didn't did and you're like oh my god is this real louder and louder dead and dead yeah Yeah, anyway so we've got that joy to look forward to in half an hour right then yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening. Great Hope to chat you, to you. Let all. us know if you um, go and listen to and watch either of our recommendations this week. Yeah, and remember all those discounted products on graceandashes.co.uk. Yeah, go and get yourself a five pound candle, guys. Yeah, ma'am. Bargain. Bargain. They're really nice. Yeah. They genuinely are really nice. They <laughs> sound like I'm like proper like plugging there, but they are actually really good. Um, right. We're going to make a move now. Love you all loads. Bye, guys. We will see you next week. Take care. Goodbye. Bye. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.